0: Hello, my friend. This is Glenda Taylor. In this little podcast today, I, I am remembering a time a number of years ago when I was walking a quiet path in the Blue Ridge Mountains beside a living, singing stream that that day lured me and lured me downhill on and on until huh, captured really by autumn splendor all around me I finally came to a place full of sound and spray of the water that a sign called Dark Hollow Falls I've always remembered that name Dark Hollow Falls that day I stood there entranced really until finally I could raise my eyes from the beauty of that cascade of water to to look back past the falls, back up the way I'd come, back up the long, gentle slope where the body of the Earth Mother was so spread out in those old, old mountains that are my people's homeland centuries ago. I could see where... The earth was spread out in softened rolling contours. I could see where green dripping fern edged the little sparkling stream. I could see where fallen leaves floated in abandonment on wind and water. I could also see how this place got its name, Dark Hollow Falls. I saw how the little stream had made its way, flowing swiftly through the soft crevice that it had created over time until it plunged wildly over the edge of one final precipice into this shadowed space in which I now stood a dark verdant space shaped by the waters into a womb-like hollow into this hollow the waters plunged reckless and free before they settled into a serene green pool of peacefulness In that hollowed space, they stayed for a time before quietly, irrevocably moving on again downstream. Dark, hollow falls. (laughs) I know about hollowing. I've seen the ancient rocks along the bluffs of the Pacific Ocean, hollowed over time by the rhythmic pulse of tide, hollowed slowly, softly, so that one's hand or one's body can... Move smoothly into the hollowed space, touching sweetly what is left after the everlasting wearing away, wearing away of all the rough edges by water's insistent work. I know, too, the hollowed space that is the empty bowl of the Native American medicine pipe, sacred space, holding sacrament of prayer. I know the hollowed contours of a Moor sculpture. I know the wind-hollowed desert places. I know the smooth hollows of my own body and the deeply shaped hollows of my own (laughs) secret soul. I respect hollowing. It is, for me, the sacred fact and metaphor for Spirit's work on and through us life shapes us if we yield if we're willing to be emptied loosened shaped if we do not rigidly resist and thus break or shatter life shapes us with a constant never-ending gentle but urgent wearing away of our illusion of solidity of our illusion of ego of our faults a sense of stability and of our limited sense of what is best for us. (laughs) In this process of hollowing we let go in a sacrificial way of any sense of importance seemingly separate from the eternal flow of life which is spirit. We experience this hollowing all during our life. I am aware of it perhaps more as I've aged as, uh, as I wrote about recently in, in, this, in this journal entry uh, which I'll read to you I am becoming more or less loosely formless, full of hollows and holes like the shape-shifting never-solid desert dunes in autumn When the hot wind lifts and drifts the surface grains of sand this way or that endlessly, sometimes listlessly, sometimes abrasively. I have holes in me the wind blows through, not like the holes in a flute resonant, more like the cracks between boards of an old abandoned shack by the side of the road, poignant picturesque there are spaces in me now sudden stops like in music when sound ceases or breath catches and holds like when you almost step on an unexpected snake in the garden or when you remember remarkably too late unfinished urgent contingencies like overdue unpaid bills forgotten formalities or how to spell a familiar phrase I am now uneven like a hilly country road full of potholes, unpaved, surface irregular, having dips and swerves, sometimes mud holes, a road going up occasionally to hilltop vistas of far distant overviews, or again downhill into secluded hollows where secret wild things grow in shadow. I have patches on holes in me, not like a lovely patchwork quilt with patterns but random patches like those that poor people put on work clothes to hold them together longer patches like scar tissue grown over holes torn in skin made by mistakes festered by shame then healed over perhaps by patches of love nonetheless sometimes ripping loose to be attended all over again And again, I have holes in me that grief has eaten away like acid. I am etched, carved, reshaped by circumstances beyond my control. But I am here. That was my journal entry one day a couple of years ago. So life shapes us until we are emptiness itself. And then then we discover the amazing paradox that all the mystics speak of. That only in this this amazing emptiness do we find absolute fullness. (laughs) It's our great gift and delight to love all forms we see, all manifestations of spirit. Especially those forms that are the people we love. But oddly, paradoxically, only when we stop focusing only on form are we able to see formlessness and to value formlessness as being real and vital and precious. We learn to value the heart and the soul and the spirit as well as the body of all things. Indeed, only when we are empty do we learn that the visible and invisible realities are one. And oh, we learn, finally, that the invisible reality remains standing when this visible reality disappears. Love lasts. Oh, so many words. Words pointing beyond themselves. wordlessness. Hmm. I don't always feel so positive. Here's another thing that I wrote a few years ago. I called it (laughs) a place I find myself sometimes. (laughs) A hollowed place. This is it then. The inside of a hollow gourd. It isn't anything like that. Hoyle's belly was, so oozy and desperate. Those ribs were sharp. Slogging through there, I cut myself and wept. Here it's all round and smooth. Can't even lie down and die. The wall's so round. No rest here. I roll around and round and round. Do I make a sound? The air's so dry. That's what I notice. So dry psychically here. No sticky longing, sweaty debate, moist tenderness, bloody pain, or even gossip that was so juicy. Nope, I've searched again. Nothing's here but a dry hollowness. Even tears dry up instantly here, in this cave of softly lit, sepia-colored emptiness. It's not dark, though. No FOR A VAGUE LIGHT FILTERS THROUGH THE thin gourd WALLS, WHOSE SURFACE I TOUCH AND TRACE, AGAIN AND AGAIN, WONDERING HOW I GOT IN HERE, AND HOW, OR IF, I'LL RE-EMERGE. HERE MY MIND SO STILL, WHERE ARE ALL MY FRILLS, MY FLOURISHES, MY arabesques OF THOUGHT? NOT HERE, NOTHING HERE, BUT FAINT, FAINT ECHOES I CAN BARELY HEAR. Are those echoes of my own former thoughts? Or are they echoes of perhaps someone else? Some ancient ancestor, one who went before? Their thoughts echoing, though muted now, are they rustling softly still here in the silence of this empty space? If so, whoever they were, they've gone on. Long ago, will I go on out of here? Due time, I came out of the belly of of the whale, the desert of despond, the dark night of the soul, the existential angst, the crusade of caring. Is this, too, just another stop on the map of my soul's journey, this inside of a hollow gourd? But say, what are the seeds? Gourds should have seeds. None in sight. Only enclosing cave of thin roundedness. Hm perhaps, though, it now occurs to me. Perhaps I am the seed. Dry but useful. Someone shake me, please. Perhaps I'll rattle. Surcease. Hollowing. So many experiences of hollowing. I remember that while I was in that period of time there in the Blue Ridge Mountains, I had a call from A dear, dear friend uh, saying that her son was now being altered and hollowed and shaped by AIDS. Every part of me paused, breathing deeply into that empty, sacred space I know so well. Into invisible, hollowed, hallowed spirit space where one can move beyond what we can grasp onto of meaning and fairness and reason. We can move into another kind of profound certainty of the ongoingness of life and love, despite all appearances to the contrary. My heart opened to my sister friend and to her son and all those who love them both. I took them in quietly and gently into my hollowed heart space beyond shock or grief to a place where spirit is all there is and so all can be peace and beauty and wholeness and holiness. Not only those dear ones, but all of us are constantly, always being altered, emptied, changed. We all live in consciousness mainly of our precious physical form until we're well enough shaped and emptied by life so that we can slip out of the limitations of our bodies and our minds into freedom into form and formlessness into the space where we can move joyfully in all the worlds here now there then life eternal bliss unspeakable Oh, my sweet friend, listening to this podcast, I send you my love. I send you my prayers for, oh, such long and loving lives for each of us. I send you the spray and sound of dark hollow falls. I send you also witness of the certainty that the irrevocable flow of life always cascades into yet another sacred beautiful hollowed womb space where we are always in form and in formlessness always reborn renewed refreshed hourly daily eternally be with now all that you are all that you feel all that you know Thus will you be at one. You will be at peace. Into that peace. That peace that passes understanding. I lift us all up. Toward the healing. Absolute healing. Of Dark Hollow Falls. I lift you up. Into love. I lift you up. Into life. This life. This life, this long, long life, and into life eternal, I lift us all up with love.